0: Welcome to the High Vibe Social Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Branch, and I'll be guiding you in all the things about social media, business, mindset, and manifestation. Let's start to manifest the life and business of your wildest dreams and dive into today's episode. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to my new podcast episode. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to make Pinterest work for you. So first of all, Pinterest is a social media platform, but it's not the kind of social media platform like Facebook and Instagram where you actively engage with other people. Pinterest is a search engine and... You can definitely use it for business. It's not just for recipes and hair inspiration and interior inspiration. You can really use Pinterest to get website traffic, to grow your email list, to market yourself, to show off your offers. And because I've heard from a lot of business owners that they are still very overwhelmed, with Pinterest and they don't know how it's working so that's why I created this episode and Pinterest is actually a really fun platform and setting Pinterest up yes it can take a couple of hours and but then if you actually maintain it properly you can do it with like An hour per week, and you will be completely fine and you will get your traffic. So, yeah, I'm going to start now. I'm going to tell you my step by step process and explain to you how the different things work. And by the end of this episode, you should know a lot more about Pinterest and you should feel comfortable to your Pinterest account. So the first thing you should do is to create a Pinterest profile. If you already have one change it into a business profile. You want to have a business profile because you get a lot more analytics and you can actually also run pin campaigns. When you've done that you should set up your rich pins. So rich pins are pins that show you a lot more description and information than other pins. It's really easy to apply for rich pins. There's the Pinterest site called um, Rich Pin Validator. And all you have to do is insert your URL and Pinterest actually checks if on that page you inserted a metadata. And then it, it can take up to, I think, t- two days or something. And then you get an email. Yes, your rich pins have been validated. And then when you post your pins, your audience sees a lot more information about that specific pin. So that's a really good tool. And it also ranks you better in your SEO. Then when you set up your actual Pinterest business profile in your description name up the top, try and use keywords for everything because as I said, it's a search engine. So think about what describes you the best. What do you do? And for example, if you are a social media manager. So you can put your name, let's say Carolyn, social media manager or social media and business. If you're a coach, you say your name and say mindset coach. So really think about what your ideal audience is looking for and what are they typing in to the search bar. So it has a limitation, the actual like name your Pinterest name but if you if you do it on your mobile app then there are more characters available so if you do it on your laptop or on the computer and it's too short just go download the mobile app do it there because there you have a couple of more characters and then you should definitely claim your website So it's on the left side of your Pinterest profile and it actually says claim website. So to claim the website, you just have to insert a little metadata into the HTML of your website. And as well here, you will get notified when you claimed it. It's always good to put a location down So, yeah, just do that. And then in the description on the right side as well, try and really nail down what you do, who you help, and what the outcome is. If you don't want to do it in, like, the style, I help, I don't know, female entrepreneurs to X, Y, Z, then you can do that. You can sum up all your different expertises in and use keywords for it. For example, on mine, it's Instagram and Pinterest marketing. that's a keyword because both these both these terms are getting searched very often. And as well I have Instagram strategies, social media coaching, business mindset manifestation for female entrepreneurs and small business owners. So as you can see in my description, I have so many keywords which you should definitely do as well. If you have troubles finding keywords, then really think about, okay, what is my ideal client looking for? Go into the search bar, insert your keyword. And when you do that, then you get to the explore page. And on the top of the Explore page is actually like all the related keywords. So it, Pinterest shows you all the keywords that go really well. And what you can do is you can open a Google document and actually copy and paste them because you need these keywords later when you actually pin your pins Because all over Pinterest, you gotta work with keywords if you want to be found. And SEO on Pinterest is super important. And yeah, so what you can also do is when you have something, let's say you have a coaching program or you have a freebie you really want other people to sign up for. Then you can also display that in your description on the right side. So you can say download your freebie here and then you have the URL. If the URL doesn't completely fit, you can think about doing it over Bitly or some other page where you can shorten your links. And then the other thing, you should definitely create some boards. So when you first start out, I would say 15 boards minimum. And from these 15 boards, you should have 30 pins in each board at least. So when you already have your account and you have like different boards already, then really think about Are these boards relevant for my business? If they are not relevant, if they're, let's say, hair inspo or interior inspo for you, and it has nothing to do with your business, either make them secret or delete them. Then the same thing, you should always have one brand board. So mine, for example, is called bestofhighvibesocial.co. You don't have to call it best of, obviously. You can just call it like your brand name and then again. So as I already said, keywords are really important. So when you create that board, you can actually edit it. So in the description, again, you put keywords. So for example, for my myhyvibessocial.co, board I have on this board. You will find all my personal pins for blog posts I have written on topics like Pinterest marketing, Instagram marketing, Instagram strategy, productivity, blah, 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 blah. This is the perfect board for you if you're a female entrepreneur Blah, blah, blah. Enjoy this board. So def- you don't always have to have like a long description. But as long as you put the important keywords in there, it's fine. Just quickly describe what your audience can find in this board. And then I would definitely suggest you to add in a category. So my most of my boards are in education So, if you educate as well, put it in education as well. And then you can fill your boards with pins. Um, If you don't have a lot of blog posts yet or not a lot of content, try and um, pin with like 80% other people's pins and 20% personal pins. So when you start pinning you should definitely like i get asked this question a lot do i need tailwind for pinterest you don't need tailwind but if you take it seriously with pinterest and you want to actually succeed i would really recommend you to get tailwind because tailwind makes your life so much easier and instead of pinning it all manually you can actually you have an automation tool you pin your content let's let's say for 1 hour per week and then you don't have to worry about it for a whole week so it's really helpful as well when you set up tailwind you get a 30 day free trial which is really good and as well, you can join some up to five tailwind tribes. And tailwind tribes are like groups where you can pin into them, and there are lots of other pinners in there and they repin your content. So it has a way bigger possibility that it's actually exploding your traffic. Because let's say you post one really good pin in there, and then some other pinner with like 500k monthly viewers repins your pin so all their audience see your pin and your Pinterest profile gets boosted to the max. So I also get asked how many times a day should you pin? So I recommend you to pin at least 10 to 15 pins per day. And the important thing is to stay consistent. So it doesn't matter if for one week you pay 20, you pin 20 times a day and then another week you don't pin at all. So really make sure that if you have your tailwind queue that this queue never runs out because you want consistent content coming out. And especially with, with Tailwind, you don't have to worry about what's the best times to post because Tailwind actually have pinning schedules already ready for you and with the, with the best times to post. So Tailwind will actually post your pins when users are most active. So they get seen by most of the people and... This is really good. So paying for Tailwind is definitely worth it. It can really boost your traffic and help you. And I know it's just another expense in your business expenses, but I can really say it's completely worth it. It's not that much and it has such a big impact and it saves so much time. So... If you take it serious definitely go and get Pinterest try it for the 30 days if it's for you if it doesn't you can find another Pinterest scheduler and as well when you do pin definitely join some group boards so group boards are on Pinterest itself they are boards with more than one collaborator and there are really good group boards out there. And what you usually in most of the group boards, you have to send a request either on Pinterest or you have to send a request per email. Then they accept you, and then you're allowed to pin. A lot of these group boards have some rules that say if you pin your personal pin, then you have to repin other people's pins. And that is completely okay. But again, it's like a big group of collaborators. And let's say you pin your pin in there and it gets repinned by someone with 500k viewers, then your account will get boosted so much. And when you pin in Pinterest group boards, I suggest you to only pin your personal content because you don't want to promote other people's content that much. So, yeah, it's like on Pinterest, you can pin a lot of things. You can pin blog posts. You can pin products. Like it's really great for online shops too. You can pin your services, your landing pages freebies, podcast episodes, and so much more. And the more content you have, the more I would pin from yourself. Because I said before, 80-20 rule, 80% other people's content, 20% your personal content. But when you have more of your own content, switch it around. Make it 80% of your personal content, 20% of other people's content. Because yeah, you always want to market yourself and you can you can literally like triple your email list. It's a really great tool and as well if you are deciding to do um pin promoted pins like the advertising pins on Pinterest, they are super affordable and they have such a long lifetime because They when they're promoted, they obviously get seen and you can make it as small as like fifteen cents per click. But then after the campaign runs out, they still they are still really like like going around and even after the promotion ended, you can get heaps and heaps of traffic because it's just like flowing around in pinterest if you get what i mean so yeah that were my pinterest tips for you on how to make pinterest work for you it like i said before it takes some time to set it up but it is a good task for you it might take like three four hours but that's completely fine and Yeah, just to maintain Pinterest is really easy. It doesn't take up a lot of time and it gives you so much back. So I really hope that podcast episode helped you. And if you have any questions, just let me know. You can either send me an email to hello at highvibesocial.co or on my Instagram account at highvibesocial.co. And yeah. I will talk to you soon and I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to get a review on iTunes and please subscribe. Make sure that you get notified when my next podcast episode comes live. Thank you again and have a beautiful day.